I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to One on One with me, Carlos Sullivan, the podcast where I talk to friends, colleagues and familiar faces all about ones. From one song that always lifts your mood, to one thing you're thankful for every day, and one alcoholic drink for the rest of your life. There will be laughter, tears, and you guessed it, a whole lot of ones. Joining me for this episode is Crossy, the FM 104 DJ and TV personality. We spoke about his love for Guinness, learning to be alone, and his one perfect day at a Coldplay concert. This is One on One. Right, we get into it, so... Crossy, you're very welcome to One on One, the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so, me and Crossy have kind of got to know each other a little bit across social media and stuff like that. We're always kind of talking about funeral soup and stuff like things like that. And Best lists. soup that you can ever have in this entire world is funeral soup. <laughs> I will not take any other answers. <laughs> funeral soup is chef's kiss and like the brown bread. Oh, unreal. But yeah, we've got to know each other a little bit across social media and I reached out to him for the podcast because... I wanted kind of people who I got on with, um, but yeah, I'm delighted to have you here and we get straight into it. Great. So, Cassie, one song that always lifts your mood. So I was thinking about this and I think it, I think it's a Coldplay song. So Coldplay magic yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. It's really downbeat and it's really low, but I remember being at Crow Park, Coldplay were playing. I was actually on a third date and I remember I didn't tell them where I worked or what I did. Not okay. that it made any difference, but yeah. the reason why it made a difference was because I had tickets to Coldplay and they were <laughs> goldust. And we were just chatting on our second date and I was like, third date we were going to, you know, meet again. So I was like, meet me in Drumcondra. I know a restaurant in Drumcondra. We yeah. go there. So pull up Drumcondra and then I'm like, we're going to Coldplay. So That's went to really yeah, good. it was really cool. It's yeah. the only time I've ever been romantic. <laughs> and <laughs> no, it screwed up, screwed me up. But um, yeah, went to Coldplay, had these unreal seats. There was a free bar. Oh my God, wow. And I remember just being, standing there at the time, even though I don't talk to that person anymore. It was a great time. And that song, yeah. every time I hear that song, it brings me back. Crow Park, yeah. standing up so close to the stage magic Coldplay mm, was yeah. on and it just every time I hear that song if I just want a time just to go oh, yeah click onto that song and that's it just lift your mood yeah. out of anything that's yeah. so good we were kind of a little bit six degrees separation there I was probably like ten feet away from you somewhere I was like Coldplay at the oh Pro-Pack such gig. a good Best gig. gig like if they came back I'd be like first in line oh, me too and I get and now they're kind of giving out about the you know they they want everything to be recyclable yeah. and they want everything to be you know all yeah, this green and all green this. And I was like you brought over 80,000 white watches yeah and gave them to everyone I'm like you dumb <laughs> like, and they're like please give them back at the end yeah. I'm just like have mine in a little box I still I have mine yeah yeah oh, look um, but like Coldplay and some people don't actually like Coldplay yeah I don't know what it is about them I didn't at the start only yeah. your man liked them and I was like oh yeah I got these tickets thought I was big dog like yeah. job shite and then brought them and yeah I thought they were amazing they're one of the best bands I've ever seen they're my top three concerts yeah. ever yeah they definitely I think Coldplay are definitely up there as kind of I'd say number one and were you four 
<laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, actually, I went to Lizzo last year in the Olympia. Oh, good. Gig. And very good gig. Like she, so that's up there as well. Um, but yeah, and probably Westlife when I was like eight. <laughs> Back home to her. Okay, well, I'll talk to you later on. We're right here. <laughs> Making Shane and Nintakasi feel old. But yeah, no, I love Coldplay. And that song actually would be such a, like, if you were ever kind of having a down day or anything like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have a really weird, like, my gym playlist would be that as well. It would be Coldplay Magic on it. Yeah. I'd have Heart of Gold on it um, by Neil Young. Oh, yeah. Really weird songs, yeah. yeah Placebo well, uh, running up the hill. They're all real slow songs. Song. They must have really hurt me. Someone must have really hurt me inside, though. When I'm in the gym, I'm like... <laughs> well, that running up the hill is a great it's song a for great the gym, song. for the treadmill. Yeah. Right, we'll keep going. And, Cassie, what's one thing you're thankful for every day? So I was trying to think about this. Like, what am I thankful for every day? And I was like, do you know what? I think I'm uh, this year, I'm thankful that I'm okay to be on my own. And I've learned to be on my own. Very deep, deep answer. But I love, I, everyone says I can't sit still. I love yeah. being, not out, like, I don't mean like going to nightclubs. I just love being out. I love doing stuff. I love being busy. I love, yeah. you know, go planning for the next thing, whatever it is. I could be in work at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'll be back in tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. This year, I'm thankful that I'm yeah. okay to be on my own now. And I don't mind that I'm not I'm going to say riding dating apps. That's a bad word. But I'm not like on dating apps constantly going, I need to go on a date. I need to find something. Yeah. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like there are times where I'm like that. But I have started to just relax and just go like, I'm off all Christmas. And oh, it's class. the first time in my entire life that I've ever, ever been off. Yeah. I'm taken off from the 19th onwards and until January. And I've never done this before. Yeah. And it's the first time ever that I've been like, I'm oh, okay to be in your own. So I'm thankful yeah. that I've never realized that I'm okay that to be on my own, I yeah. can sit in on my own. If I want to go to a restaurant, I can do it on my own. If I want to go on holidays, I can do it on my own. Yeah, well, like, on my own. I think a lot of people have learned that thing. Like, okay, we obviously missed a lot of people this year and missed going out and seeing our friends. But it taught a lot of people to kind of have that time to yourself. Yeah, and it's mad. This year's been this year's been great in one way. It's been horrific for other other reasons. But yeah, I've learned to that. You know, what? it's okay to be on your own. Yeah, it's okay to do what have... you want with your cats and your dogs. And all. <laughs> yeah, well, like I like the girl I'm in the not Simpsons. A fan of cats, but either am I. Well, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just I've been very yeah. I just think this year has been just real kind of. And I suppose. In a way, you kind of found other things when you weren't searching for, say, with bed and dating apps. Like, you're into sea swimming now and something yeah, yeah. crazily in your life. Like. I went went today, was there today at one o'clock, jumped into the water for about four minutes. Freezing cold. But it's that thing where yeah. you're able to do it, go out, jump in, no one's around you, yeah. and you're in and out. It's been great. It's like I am. But even like you say, today you spend four minutes. Some days you could spend ten minutes. And it's just that thing. Yeah. Like, it's a new lease of life almost for you. It's been brilliant like and the swim team are great oh my god so i met these yeah i met these lads and i was going on my own because my mates it was getting colder and the lads were like we're not going out and i was like well i'm gonna keep on doing it on my own so i yeah. went out and that was obviously that was my problem was like if people didn't want to do things i'm like okay grant whereas now i'm like oh yeah whatever i'll go do it myself yeah, yeah. you want to come you can come yeah so i was out there and well, someone tagged me in this instagram page of these three lads that are ripped <laughs> and they're wearing budgie smugglers and they're just you I know want a pair yeah and, and <sighs> you know what and i was the exact same i was like i'd love to do it but i haven't got the i do not have the physique for it and i was like absolutely hate myself i would never do it and the lads are like oh come out with us come out with us so yeah. i ended up going out with them we did it every day in november i missed three days 
Uh, I don't know where I was for the three days, but yeah, every day in November, yeah, but... we do it nearly maybe five days a week. And they're great. They're brilliant lads. They're just, they're asking everyone, yeah. if you want to go out for a swim, no one will come out with you. You want to do it yourself. We're doing it at this time because of social distancing. We can't all talk to each other. Yeah. But it just means that if you're in the water, there's somebody else in the water with you. So if anything yeah, happens. Yeah, mind yourselves, yeah. Yeah. Can we talk dry ropes? Oh, yes. I love them. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I don't we, see a problem, like. Either do I. Do you know what? I think it was some narky arse in Greystones who was sick of people parking constantly. Yeah. And that's all it was. I think that's all it was. Yeah. was some narky arse. And all of a sudden, some people in South County Dublin thought it was hilarious they started writing loads of stuff because any of the people I meet in there, Bart today, I met this gal today because I <laughs> was... love that sorry, word. Great yeah. word. I just was like, I was in the water and I had to do a video for work and this man came up to me and was chatting to me having a bit of crack with him and I was like, you're getting in? And he was like, because everyone's so friendly. Sea mm. Point, 40 foot, they're legends. Everyone's a legend. Yeah. You'd meet the odd idiot. But um, <laughs> I was going to jump into the water. I was like, is it cold? You know, real kind of elf full of, is it cold? And she yeah. was like, just staring at me and I was like, Okay, she must doesn't like there's something. Obviously, she's either a different language or she's deaf. And I said something to her again. She ignored me again. I was like, "What is going on?" So anyway, I jumped into the water and she went move. And I went, "Oh, I don't know where." I was like, "You cheeky bitch." Anyway, I went in there for me four minutes, got in and got out. But I think the dry, I think there's people like them who are probably you know get away dry robes. But when you come out of the water, today's water was six degrees, I think. So when you get out of that, you need something to put over you. Yeah. I don't understand the people who are walking around Frascati or walking around Black Rock or walking around Greystones collecting their kids. I don't get that. That's not me. I did it once. I went to O'Brien's. I remember one night we do some sea swims at night mm. and O'Brien's beside me closed at 9pm. So I was like, God, I need some wine. So I was booting it up to O'Brien's, jumped out. I was frozen, had my dry robe on. I walked in and I had my stuff and I was like, I was sea swimming and I was like, oh, Jesus. I could see by the look of him, he was like, you idiot. I was like, I know, but these are comfortable. And I was like, whatever. But they are. They're incredible. Yeah. They're very expensive. They're like 170 yeah, quid for one. I, I was like, I don't have the balls to be jumping into the sea every day. And I live in Leash, which is the most yeah. landlocked <laughs> county. It's the only county that doesn't touch a county that doesn't touch the sea. Oh, no. So it's like double landlocked. So, yeah, we don't we have we have a small like stream <laughs> but in the we, bath. Used to, we used to jump off of motorway bridge into a river but that was the extent of our water that was the naughties that was a <laughs> that was a like, now you have <laughs> yeah. some person dying in it but yeah oh, no yeah. they're great they're brilliant we're giving them away on our show and everyone's like oh, i don't know if people want them i had two thousand entries today yeah. but there were people some woman won it today and she was like um i don't go into the sea but i play gaelic so when it's cold I'm going to put it on me when yeah. I'm on the sideline. And I'm like, there you go. They're great. But they're, yeah. I love the trend. Something for everyone yeah. this Christmas. Cassie, what's one alcoholic drink for the rest of your life? Oh, well. Supported by drinkaway.ie. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Take a seat. Um, Guinness. I adore Guinness. I love it. Yeah. I hate the fact that it makes me fat, but I love it. And I just, everything about it, I love. There's nothing more than I love. Walker down Grafton Street, heading into Kyo's. Heading up George Street, heading on to the Long Hall, yeah. sitting there, sitting in Hogan, sitting in... I could name so many bars that I could <laughs> frequent it. List, yeah. And I just sit there, have a pint of Guinness, and it's great. Yeah. Just to turn off and not worry about anything. And yeah, like Guinness are very good to me. You know, they're always, you know, come here with us, do that. And I'm All very fine. absolutely pleased. But yeah, <laughs> for me, it's Guinness. <laughs> the free pint. I know, yeah. <laughs> just a hug. But yeah, I struggled. I struggled during lockdown not having a pint of Guinness from a tap. And it's really weird when people say that they're like, they've missed their families. And I was like, no. I was like, you get to see them in Zoom and it's all this shit. Whereas I struggled because I have three or four friends that we don't see each other. 
bar going to the pub. Yeah. We don't have that relationship where we can, you know, we're going to the restaurant. I've never seen one of them eat before. You know, we literally... <laughs> do you eat? Yeah, it's kind of like, it, all we do is just sit down, have a couple of pints of Guinness, have a bit of crack, mm. and that is it. You know? Yeah, like, I'd have... If I was drinking, I'd have like three and I'd be like, okay, I'm like, I can't go any further. But <laughs> practice. Yeah, it is practice. It's perfect. And um, my dad is a lover of Guinness and my brother actually has become, he's kind of got into it now as well. But dad missed his point as well. It's it, true. The can just doesn't do it. It can is like going to McDonald's and having a salad. Like yeah, it's well, just. Like when you flip it and <laughs> the whole like technique or even your man, you see him on. He's mixing, like, say, Monster and stuff with Guinness. He needs to be arrested. Like, <laughs> that is just the most... Like, I don't even know how Guinness are allowing that. You know, that what was that one fella from Geordie Shore or whatever? Oh, yeah. Was given money not to wear Abercrombie because <laughs> Abercrombie were like, we don't want <laughs> your you... brand is not who we are and you've so many followers. Guinness need to be said, like... Yeah. I've I, actually never gone to the experience in Dublin. Best one. I It, it is the best thing. The Guinness storehouse is the best attraction Ireland has and the really? UK has mixed together. I went to the Heineken tour. I went, where is that? Heineken Amsterdam. is Amsterdam. And I went to Carlsberg, which is in Copenhagen. Yeah. And the the Guinness one is the best. second to none. Like, you're yeah. literally walking around. There's so many floors. You could be stuck in there all day, having the crack. And mm. yeah, yeah, I feel like this is an ad get, for Guinness. Get, get locked in the Guinness warehouse <laughs> and stay there all night. Yeah. Um, if I was to push you for a spirit, what would you say? See, I'm not really a spirit person. It's very strange. Yeah. I've, people are like, oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I would have a... Okay, right, this is really weird. I'm not a spirit person, but I would never... I know I know whiskey is a spirit. I would never class whiskey as a spirit. Yeah. In my eyes, spirit is you're out with your friends and yeah. you're having a gin or a vodka. Mm. I wouldn't do that. I would have a glass of whiskey every night before bed. Love. Nice little small one. Nice little small I sound one. like I have a problem. But <laughs> <laughs> I think in moderation. Yeah, do just it. one little Guinness. Apparently, back in the olden days, the... Yeah. like grannies or old women used to give it to their husbands because it would thin their blood so they wouldn't have a heart attack yes. or they wouldn't have blood clots in the middle of the night so I, I must have got it from my granny or, but yeah I would yeah and I'm, I've started to talk to like, like that I'm drinking whiskey and I'm starting to get loads of whiskey sent to me and I'm like this is the best thing that I could ever <laughs> yeah. have but no mixtures no water no, no. whites no nothing like that little shot and that's it nightcap but, yeah night yeah God, I, sound, <laughs> I sound old and an alcoholic <laughs> when I was in like fifth year I was start, we obviously started going out and things like that, so I would have been 17. Not meant to be in a pub, but we were in mm-hmm. one. Um, and before I went out, I had found like spirits in the press at home and it was Jemison and I was like, right, I'm drinking this. <laughs> so yeah. I'd pour, every time I'd go out, I'd pour a little bit in into like a bottle or something before I went out. And then it got to the stage where I was like, okay, that looks like there's something gone. So I started to water my dad's whiskey down. <laughs> And he was like, this is so, this has gone off. <laughs> I was like, me, 17 year old me was like, oh, wow. And you drink anything at that stage? <laughs> oh, literally. I drank Sambuca. I drank Sambuca. I remember, you know, actually those cups you have there, you know, they, they, they were bigger, like the plastic cups yeah. that you would have had years ago. I remember bringing people back home. We were 17. I was very quiet. I was a very quiet kid. When I was 16, I started talking and I got to make loads of friends and my family's be like, oh, bring them back, bring them back. At six, came back every weekend and they, my parents started to get pissed off because they were like, okay, <laughs> now they're, they're drinking all our drink. They're doing whatever. Like, we weren't being rowdy or anything. But I remember we had Sambuca <laughs> and I poured the Sambuca into plastic cups like it was no. a Coke or like it was an orange. 
I haven't been able to touch Sambuca since. If you put it in front of me, I wouldn't drink it. I could still smell it. What was it 10 to it's, 15 years ago? Yeah. I can still smell Sambuca. It, oh. It's almost like licorice kind of. That's it sweet. is disgusting. How anyone can drink that for fun. Like, I'm not a shot person. As oh, really? you know, at a bar where I was like, let's do shots. Baby Guinness? Like, no, none of that. Yeah, oh. uh, no, just give me. See, I would rather, if you said to me, give me two nights out. Do you want to go to Coppers or the George or wherever? Or do you want to go to Kyo's or the Long Haul? I'd be like, I'll see you at Kyo's at two o'clock. And I'll yeah. stay there at two o'clock. I'll have a couple of drinks. I'll go home, have a bottle of wine. And then I'll bet, like, that's yeah. me. Safe, grand. I'm doing it tomorrow. And I'm so <laughs> excited. But giving me, like, right. people are like, oh, you're missing, like, Coppers and all. I'm like, absolutely not. My friend oh, yeah. loves Crystal, loves I all that I was in stuff. Coppers once and it was like uh, a marsh meeting. All the farmers in their yeah. like, cross jeans and Mackenzie top. I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give me your number out. Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, right. Um, I think Guinness is a great answer because I know so many people love it and can enjoy it, like you said. Um, Crossy, changing the tone a little bit. What's one piece of advice you'd give to someone who wants to come out or is struggling with coming out? I would say do it in your own time. Don't let anybody tell you when you need to do it, how you need to do it, the way they did it. Everyone's happened differently. I remember mine found out, like found out about it. And my dad knocked on every single door in our neighborhood and told them all, oh, I need to let the neighbors know. (laughs) I was like, that is, and looking back, I was like, no wonder I'm single. Like you literally... (laughs) it was that kind of old nav and shite yeah. of you know god you're the only person now you're the only person in the whole in yeah. the whole of this town and the whole of this and <laughs> do you know what i think i'm like every time i go to navin i turn on an app to see if there's anyone my age and there's not so you probably... literally that town yeah. is i don't know where the fuck they went to or what they were <laughs> like they're just they're sorry for cursing but there was no there's nobody my age <laughs> And any, like uh, Tommy Tiernan has a great thing about it. That Navin's like a a what, what did he say was he said it's like an institution. I'm trying to think of the right word. Right, say mental. It's the yeah. what's give me what's the psychiatric Psychi- unit. Oh, yeah. It's like a psychiatric unit reception. The further you go up, it gets worse, and the further you come to Dublin, it gets <laughs> better. And it's not it's Navin. Like it's yeah. just it's full of all sorts. And I remember, yeah, I just someone I went on holidays with somebody that knew my father and. Um, we were in New York and I got chatting to him and I wouldn't like I wouldn't have been like I would have been playing football at that time and I ended up being with this fella yeah and you're one fucking put two and two together and she realised what had happened and had let it slip oh no and then I remember I'll never forget I know where I was I was driving out to get my car fixed in this place called Winetown and I remember I remember the tree I remember everything about the setting yeah we need to talk when you get home. And I was like, what? talk about what? I'd lost my wallet twice in two weekends for being drunk. So I was like, oh, my mother's after ratting on me. And he was like, no, I know your secrets. Well, that's like, very, like, yeah, oh, oh, because oh, oh, they took it really badly. Oh, I, like, I, really? horrifically badly. Like, hor- horrifically badly. You couldn't have had it any worse yeah. than the way I've had it. The way I came out, like, it was awful. Oh, I never got a chance to do it. I never got a chance for to me do what to, you want. To do. Yeah, see, like, I had a different life. I was living in Dublin. My life was up yeah. here, you know, I, I had two separate lives. So, yeah, I would say for people, you know, I think they need to do it their own way. Don't be looking at how people do it on social media. Yeah. Don't be, you know, if you don't want to tell anyone about it, it's not your who cares yeah you tell the people you need that needs to know not needs to know that you want that to you need love to know. kind of yeah. yeah or that you want to need to know yeah like i know somebody who's 26 and he hasn't told his parents but they just yeah. know they just know so it's weird 
Yeah, I know. I suppose it's your own narrative and it comes in your own time. There you go. It's your own narrative. And that's what I always say to people. Like, and I I think it's more easy for people now who are, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. It's fair. Yeah. Like, uh, if I'm trying to think back now, like, like I'm I'm 33 next week. And I remember when I was in school, if you had even said anything like that. Oh, destroyed. Like, I mean, absolutely. And that's not long ago. I finished school in 2005. If I had have even breathed a word that any of that, oh yeah, you would have been kicked the shit Shattered, out of. Yeah. And I remember asking my sister, because my sister's 22, 23 maybe. I remember asking her about it a while ago and she was like, oh, when she was in school, there was girls coming out as lesbian and there was no problem. It was just like, yeah. hey, whatever. I think that's amazing. I think that's great that, you know, people are just, do what you want. Yeah, you are well, I want. was, geez, how long? Three, I'm three years out of school, four years nearly. And I didn't come out until I was at school because I just had that. It's a, it's a fear, isn't it? Of, Terrifying of like someone finding out. Yeah, and you're and then they kind of hold that over you. And I'm just like, I told maybe two of my friends who were girls, and I was like, I'm not telling anyone in the lad's school because yeah, it's like if someone tells, it moves. And, I was like, and there you go, and that's the problem. Was it loose lips, shinks? Things, loose lips, lips things chips. I can't talk today. It's been a long day, but yeah, I just uh, I'd love to go back. Like, pardon me, because I've, I've been invited back twice to go back to the school, and I've said no twice because I just I'm like it's uh, yeah. not bad memories. Like, I had a girlfriend when I was twenty. Well, yeah, I had one when I was like seventeen. Yeah, God. but like even I came out and I still had a girlfriend. You know, so like it was just uh, yeah, and yeah. I met her actually. Do you know what? I met her. Niall Horan played the three arena last year, and I was with somebody. And we had great seats. And I remember, same fella from the cold, cold play. And I remember getting a text message. And I remember looking at the phone going, what the hell is she texting me for? I was like, and I knew it was her. I was like, and something inside me said, open up the, open up the phone. Open mm. up the me- message. She's like, turn around. Her with her partner that she had just been engaged to. Oh. And I remember going, and I never told your man who she was. I just like, oh, this is Sarah. Yeah. Man. And we were walking out. He's like, did you ever date her? And I was like, why he said that to you he said you had this connection connection of yeah and like i was just and your man was sickened <laughs> my fellow was sickened and i was just like and she's beautiful she's stunning do you know who she looks like the blonde girl from cascada you know oh, every yeah, time every it, yeah every yeah and that song was out when we were dating so it was kind of gas <laughs> All but, yeah, yeah but that was her but um yeah i just think that if you if you want to come out do it in your own time. Yeah. Do it in your own rules. Don't let yeah. anyone say you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. It's no one's business. Only yeah. your own. Only your own. That's lovely. Um, I have a ne- the next question. I suppose we kind of touched on already. On already. Um, it's one thing you learned about yourself this year. Um, but other than say the being alone, was there anything else you learned from, COVID, from this lockdown year? Yeah, I think I think I learned this year as well that you don't need to work all the time. As in, you don't need to... Uh, it's kind of similar to that, you've been on your own, but I would have, this time last year, today would have been me going home, packing my bag for the weekend, so and then working the whole way straight. So, like, my day... my day. Actually, no, I actually probably wouldn't work tonight. So, if you just say, take, take of it of a Wednesday evening, I would have been getting home from work, relaxing, cooking dinner, and then packing my bag for... Thursday doing yeah. the breakfast show, Thursday night doing a bingo loco, Friday doing the breakfast show, Friday night being in Cork bingo, Saturday pro- I was actually doing Saturday breakfast as well, so it was again Saturday morning, and then I was working oh, late, so like I was, I was running to the ground, but I loved every second of it. But 
I always felt like, oh, I can't go to London. Like, I'd love to. I'd love to move to London. It's one thing I'd love to do. I just I haven't got the balls to do it. But I'd love to do it. I'd Soon. love. Yeah, I'd love. To, I've often always loved to do it. But my always big thing was that the money was great. The bingo thing was great. It was so handy. It was so much fun. Yeah. I never drank at them. I used to go on stage, have the crack, have whatever mm. wherever I was. Yeah. I was down the country, jump into your car at half eleven, and you were back in Dublin at half one. Jesus. And I used to, but yeah, and on the Thursdays and the Fridays, Thursday nights and Friday nights, I'd have to be up then at five a.m. to go into work. But oh I didn't mind gosh. that, you know, you'd have, you'd have a nap and you'd be you great. Get used to it, kind yeah, of. I, I adored every second of it. And I remember when COVID started happening back in March, I was going like overnight that ended that mm. that whole business ended overnight for me because yeah it, you couldn't do it there was no creds and there hasn't been like, yeah there hasn't been i think the lads are doing online ones now but i'm not i'm not part of that but i now feel like that i can work monday to friday or if it's tuesday to whatever day it is that i don't feel like i need to work i i come from a family where it's never like if I sat down at home when I was 16, 17, get up, get up, will you go up yeah, and do something? Will you go yeah, up and do whatever? Need to work. Yeah, it, I've, it's always been instilled in my brain. So th- this year, that one thing is that I don't need you to do of, that. Yeah, you'll work I'm for taking the rest off of your life. Chris- I'm taking off Christmas. Like, this is mad. Right. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to jinx myself now. I guarantee it's going to be like, will you work four days? But I don't think I will. I Someone just think... Someone will get sick. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. It's my fear. I'm drinking, I'm drinking juices. I'm drinking everything to make sure that I'm not sick this year. But yeah, that's the one thing I think this year. Um, you spoke about working, I suppose. And how did you get into Oh, I started off when I was 14, 15. I worked for a local station, LMFM it's called. Open. Uh, in Louth, yeah. yeah. And um, worked there, bit of crack. I worked there every single Sunday. I was just turning 15. I wasn't getting paid for it for the first year because I was yeah. underage. And then some fella left and I took over his job. And then every Sunday I was there for three years. Jeez. Three years, yeah, it was three years. And it was great because like one of my teachers was one of the reporters. So oh, every Monday and Friday, he used to take me out of class for two hours and we'd have the crack. And like his name his, his like his first name is Kevin. So anytime I was like, how are you, sir? But as soon as I get out of class, sit down, I was like, so Kevin, yeah. what are we doing this weekend? So you're here, I'm <laughs> yeah. here, we're whatever. And it was great. Yeah. So I trained some girl up. Um, I don't even think she works in radio anymore. She was going to get a job in FM 104 and I trained her up. She fucked off to 104 and she gave me an email of this fella and I was like, he's not going to contact me. Okay. Contacts me, brings me up, no job, but he was like, I'll, I'll keep an eye out if there's anything. I'm like, that's good <laughs> on you. Yeah. And that was in 2000 and, was it 2006? Oh my God. 2006 wow. and I've been there ever since. About three years when I moved somewhere else. But yes, in 2006. About <laughs> <laughs> three years is a bit of a lapse of, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but um, yeah, so I've been there and it's just kind of home. It's Yeah, it seems like a close-knit family up there. Yeah, it's strange because when I worked in the other place um, in Spain, it was, uh, you know, your job was, this was your job and you could do nothing else. That was your job. And it was great. And I needed that because... There was so much. I was a baby in one. I was always the kid in 104, and I yeah. was always, "Ah, look at you over there." Whatever. <laughs> and I needed to leave because I was, I was a child, even though I was like yeah. in my twenties, and I was like, he was always seen as a kid and all that. So when I moved to Spain, it was brilliant. I made some unbelievable friends, but I realized that in 104, there's so much freedom to go in and do marketing, or if you're in sales, or if you're like, no, no, like the dry ropes. Yeah. So I went and just 
did the dry rubs. I got them. I was just yeah. like, we're doing that. We're, there was that freedom of go and do it. If it costs yeah. money, come back to us. If it doesn't cost money, yeah. can, can we get, get money off them? Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. So that's the best thing about 104. It's like it was, it's that sort of freedom where you can do whatever you want. Yeah. To a some sort of level. To a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. you seem quite happy up there. And yeah. um, it's a great station, actually. We don't really get it down leash, but <laughs> online. Cosy, <laughs> we've talked about food a lot, um, you and me, over Twitter and stuff like that. What's one reason you love Carvery dinners? Oh, my God. They're they, the greatest invention that's ever been made. Aren't they just like... See, I have this thing, right? I, it, it's, it's a... I don't know what it is. It's about home. It's about your mother and it's about memories and mm. all that sort of stuff. And I think that the, the the mother dinner, whatever your mother's dinner was, is kind of related to a carvery. You know, yeah. it's that comfort home. food on a Sunday and it's, you're after being at mass for an hour and a half, listening to some shite for about an hour and a half and you <laughs> yeah. just want to get out. And I remember in Navin, there's a place called O'Flaherty's in Navin okay. and they used to do dinners and we used to go up there, used to go to mass at 11, be over at half 12 and they'd walk up to O'Flaherty's and you'd be in there having yeah. your dinner, your mash, your veg, your chicken, your ham, your yeah. gravy and it's just, That's to exactly. me, oh God. Well, because she's carried dinner, it's like mash, veg, Two meats and just... Do you know Coppers do a great carvery dinner? Really? Yeah, a fantastic You've carvery dinner. You've actually gone through a good few in Dublin. Oh, I've done loads. I've done, I, I, I get great enjoyment out of going in somewhere. I have, you can't drink with one. I remember when the pubs opened up again, there was some place. I don't know where it was. I think they contacted work and they were like, we want you to come out and do it. And I remember I brought my mate. He drove. I was like, I'll have a couple of pints of this now. And I ate the dinner. And I was like, oh, I'm done now. It's like, yeah, dinner yeah. was nice. Can't mix Guinness. Like, that's just way too much. It's like eight meals in one. But um, yeah. yeah, I do. I love, I just, I love talking about food. I love I love getting that imagination, mm. you know, people thinking, oh, God, remember that? Oh, remember that? Yeah. And like there's sometimes I write stuff down. I'm like, I'm going to tweet about that sometime. You know, so yeah, like, sometimes but, it doesn't come into my head. Most of the time, like I did a thing today about the 12 chippers of Christmas. I was oh like, gosh. what's your, where would your 12 chippers be? So you can't go to, you can't do 12 pubs of Christmas this year because of everything. So I was like, what about the 12 chippers of Christmas? Mm. You go to a different chipper every single night all over oh Dublin. God, wow, you'd and be we were, rolling. Yeah, but I was doing it like every day. So you go to one every day for 12 nights. Okay. It's like, where would they be? What would they be? Why is it there? And I've had people messaging about, you know, the most rat like places that even over chippers and yeah. yeah. And it's just stuff like that. So I, that's why I like talking about Carveries because it's relatable. Everyone knows one. Everyone knows where there's one. Yeah. The dodgy ones, <laughs> the ones that are miserable, the ones that have dry stuffing, you know, all that oh, sort of oh, stuff. Oh, dry stuffing. Well, nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like we've talked about things like funeral soup and funeral sandwiches. Oh, my God. I'm starting to get people messaging me. I got one girl, my friend Vicky messaged me yesterday and she was like, here's the funeral soup. And I was like, oh Jesus, you're because it looked, it looked miserable, you know, and, but it looked nice. Just, the, the, the thing looked gorgeous, yeah. but the bowl and everything, I don't know. I just was like, Jesus, you make that yourself. She's like, no, I'm at a funeral and I told you. And it's, I, I'm getting that quite a bit now where people are like, they're at funerals and they will go, I'm after having a funeral soup. <laughs> <laughs> and they get it and they and they're like, oh God, the funeral. Yeah. Like, uh, God rest him, a friend of mine died this year um, and he was a chef and he made the most amazing funeral soup. And I remember having a gag when God loved him when he died. I was like, Jesus, I won't get a funeral soup anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, anyway. you're a weirdo. Yeah. And I was like, he makes, he made the best. But it was like ever. that when we were talking even on Twitter um, about the funeral soup. People were like, oh my God, that's quite morbid. And we were like, no, but there's kind of... There is a thing about funeral soup yeah. that makes it not morbid. And it kind of takes away... And maybe the taste is the grief as well. Maybe you just... Of, if you didn't laugh, you cry. Yes, almost, like, yes, into and, your soup. <laughs> and 
your girl. bread roll. <laughs> oh, white bread roll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it has to be white bread roll or brown, brown bread. bread. Yeah. Not hard brown bread. Keep away from the butter. Take away the crust. I'm not so a fan of crust oh, or no. butter. Gross. But oh, yeah. I like, oh, and sometimes I'd break it up and put it in the soup. Oh, that's a great idea. I've never done that before, but I've heard someone putting potatoes into it. Oh. Potatoes into the soup has to be cream of veg, mash it around. Yeah. Someone said it's like baby food. I'm like, whatever. Do you know what? The baby, it's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> and a Guinness is like a dinner, so like you can. You, <laughs> you can see a trend happening now. Why am I fat? Well, <laughs> soup, <laughs> carvery, Guinness, whiskey, you know sugar in it. Life's short. You might yes. as well. Crossy, what's one day you'd love to live again? Oh wow, day I'd like. Yeah, because I was thinking about like that. And you know, this sounds very weird. I think it would be that Coldplay night. Yeah. Is that mad? I just, not with the person, but that, mo- that moment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> drag them I'm through the street. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, I think for me it would be that. It was amazing. It was it? one of the best, like, I mean, one of the best nights of my life. It was just yeah. everyone who I liked was there. There was drinks were flowing. Everyone mm. was having the crack. I think probably another one. Like I've, I think I've two. Like I go to London quite a bit. Well, did <laughs> and like there was there was, there was times where like I remember there was one night we were in London and I got to work. I think I arrived there at about just say two p.m. Dropped my bags off. I'd work at seven p.m. somewhere. Went to this place, gorgeous place, a yeah, wine bar called Gordon's Wine Bar. Okay. Met three of my friends there. We were having cheese. We we're having wine. I was just having two glasses because I had to be I was doing some <laughs> red carpet thing. And I remember getting up and I went, I was working and I was getting ready. And the girl beside me, she was like, were you drinking? And I was like, yeah, I had two glasses of wine. She was like, you had more than two. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, the bang of alcohol off you. <laughs> Turns out the girls kept on pouring wine into it. And I was just <laughs> so engrossed in chat. But that night was brilliant because, you know, I was drinking wine. We were having cheese, chatting to my friends. I went off to work and then I went back to meet them and we stayed out and we oh, went to class. a nightclub and then we went back to my hotel room and had more drink and the next night we and just I felt like it was the only time I ever felt like I was living at home. Does that make yeah, sense? I yeah. felt like oh this London life is home. I know life would never be like that if I was living there all Maybe the time. Maybe somewhere like in the yeah, future. Yeah, you might, yeah, might yeah. Make that leap, but yeah, Coldplay. I think the weather was so good as the well. The weather was incredible. It was incredible. My housemate was out and then the gaff to myself. I just, Brilliant. everything. There was an actual, a perfect setting. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think we went to the halfway house for pints afterwards, which do great carvery, okay. but it was way too late for Notice. that. Notice. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> carvery. It was way too late for that. I remember coming back and we were drinking. We were drinking. Like, I remember that so well, really weirdly. It's, I think all the rage, two, three years, it was a good one, three years ago, all the rage was boils gin from Aldi okay. it was the oh, yeah. only time I drank I drank gin a lot and I drank that gin and we were locked and it was woke up next morning it was breakfast and Nothing yeah better. that was a great day that I'm was perfect like next year gigs will yeah. be a thing fingers again. crossed now I have a few quick fire questions I oh, have go on. so as quick as you can but um, there's no pressure what's one hangover cure to have another drink <laughs> to me is Just, if you have the fear I had a fear on Sunday. I, I went down Sunday with my friends and we caused a lot of damage in a little and in a little amount of time. <laughs> and on Monday, I I couldn't. I, I had so much fear and I don't do that fear stuff because I don't be out it long yeah. enough to be having that. I'm drunk, I only drink Guinness. And I went to the local and I had a pint. I, it killed I me, but I needed it. I, it, it kind of cured me. Yeah, Still have the fear, me. but... Um, what's one nightclub you love? Oh God, one nightclub I love. I would say... I'd say one I used to love. It's gone now. Lilies. 
Okay. Lily's, to me, is the biggest loss of nightclubs in Dublin. Only because you could go up there and do whatever you want <laughs> and get away with it. Because Run. God love Jean up there. She didn't. She looked after you. Run right. No, phone, yeah. no yeah. phones. No nothing. No, you weren't up to anything. You just, you know, you just yeah. have a bit of crack. It was just fun. Have a, yeah. So Lily's, to me, I would love to see it back. One go-to pizza topping. Oh, I would say pepperoni. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah, one. I think everyone does pepperoni. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pineapple. Not my no, thing. see, I'm not. Yeah, I'm more of a meat person yeah. on it. Like, what's the point again? Like hugging yeah. a McDonald's, hugging a yeah, hugging a McDonald's, eating a salad from McDonald's. McDonald's. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, what is the point? Um, one person you turn to for advice. Oh, jeez. See, to me, I, like, my friends are too honest. <laughs> They're way too yeah, honest. Sometimes mine are too, but I'm like. I like that a little bit. Yeah. You like need it too I think Nobby, who I work with, I think I would talk to him quite a bit about stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah. this is happening. I was like, do you think I should be a part of this? Do you think I should do that? Mm. I'm after drinking or like, <laughs> so, you know, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be a bit more honest. Yeah. About stuff. Whereas I have other friends who are not honest. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, they're more, like, sorry, they're, they're either actually on, they're way too honest. My friend Wayne would be, like I posted a photograph of me. I'd like, at the start of the year, I just felt like, fucking bus I was like I feel disgusting nobody likes <laughs> yeah. me blah 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 and I, I met the swim lads I felt great I felt brilliant mm. and then I got courage to start putting pictures of myself and I was like I'd yeah, never do like oh no like I would this yeah. time last year there would be more chances of me winning the lotto than doing it so <laughs> they've come I've come strides but I remember Wayne ringing me one day going take that fucking photograph down to Stadia <laughs> and, 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 and I knew I knew I looked a state but I was like that is the point the point was to look a state yeah. so people could feel comfortable and people could yeah. feel the exact same so yeah I'd say it would be Nobby but definitely not Wayne because he's too honest <laughs> no way <laughs> way Poor too honest and finally what's one of your favourite Christmas songs. Oh, Fairy Tale New York without a doubt and the proper version. <laughs> I adore yeah. Fairy Tale New York. I think, I it's, think just... it's you get lost in the music. And like it sounds very sappy of me, but I adore the song. Adore it. I don't think anyone else should be allowed to cover it. <laughs> I think people destroy it. Bon Jovi destroyed yeah. it this year. Ronan Keaton destroyed it one year. Did Ed um, Sheeran do a cover? Ed Sheeran destroyed it as well. <laughs> I just it's just I think Shame Again is such a fantastic that time of his yeah. music and Kirsty McCall was just amazing, perfect. Yeah. And I don't think anyone, I think Dustin was the only one who kind of, you know, <laughs> was, God, was halfway it. near to it. When was that? 1997? But uh, you weren't born. But 1997, Dustin had that one. Oh God, you missed it by one year. But um, someone who was in Ballycus Angels, I think she was like the pinup girl back in 97. But um, yeah, and I, I understand the people are sad about the song, about the word. I don't find that word offensive in the song. I find it yeah. offensive outside the song, yeah. but I think I find the context of the whole thing is, you know, it's yeah. Going, yeah. yeah, it's a great it's, song. It's a historic Irish song almost. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think if it's been played, let it be played and don't make any comment afterwards. We had a chat about it in work. Were we going to change it? Because Radio 1 changed it. And I was the one that was like, no, I was like, the only thing we can do is, is play it, but not discuss it. Discuss it. Yeah. I was like, if you're offended by it, turn us off. If you are, if you aren't offended by it, you'll just keep listening. Just yeah. don't make a big word, big thing out of it. Yeah, no. Um, my brother actually was coming home. Well, he was going back to college, say, from being at home, and I think it was in first year of college. And he's walking through his student village, 
and boys threw Christmas lights out over their balcony and had a speaker and Fairy Tale New York playing. He was like, oh, that was amazing. Like, he was like, just <laughs> even the first like few notes. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, like if you hear that come on in a pub. Oh God. Like, and it's worldwide. Everyone, no matter yeah. where you go. I was in New York a couple of years ago and they played it in a couple of places and I remember going, oh my God. I didn't know at the time that that song was like massive everywhere. And yeah. I never got to number one as well, which is weird. Oh my gosh, amazing. A very random Now, Crossy, that wraps it up for us. But as it's one-on-one, one, one question for me. Right, I was thinking about this, right? I was thinking about this. One question, yeah, and I was kind of going, what will I ask? <laughs> going to go deeper, right? Have you a plan B? Like, what's your plan B? Because no one ever asked me this when I was oh, your yeah. age. And I, I've often wondered what my plan B, way, plan B would have been. Would have been, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I've spoke a bit on the podcast about Plan A, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, radio is the goal. Obviously, I'm studying journalism. Plan B, um, my mother always told me to do teaching, but I don't think I could do it. it, it I wouldn't have the patience, to be honest, for kids. But um, I think I we dabbled in magazine journalism stuff like that. Maybe radio's the goal, and obviously, I'd love to be on air and doing stuff like that and keep this podcast going, but. If I had to fall into a magazine somewhere, I think I'd enjoy that rather than newspaper or politics. Or being a teacher. Or being a teacher. Yeah, yeah I don't shitty think, kids. I don't, <laughs> I don't Shouting that, and running around yeah, the place. I don't think they'd like me either. I think I'd be quite angry. But yeah, something... If it was to stay in the realm of journalism, magazine would probably be the plan B. Yes, yeah, so I hope you didn't think it was going to be like a big sassy question. I was like... No. I was thinking about it because when, when I was like 21, 22, no one ever said to me, what's your plan B? Because yeah. I, for me, it was always radio. It's always, yeah. always radio. I actually, when I was younger, I wanted to read the news. Always wanted to read oh, yeah. the news. Mm. Always wanted to be Anne Doyle. Like just six it. o'clock news, six o'clock, read the news. And then as it went on, I was like, yeah. I can't do that. No, I can't unpack that, that shit. Yeah. But yeah. I but, love, like I, I've read the news before and we do a bit in college and I just, it wouldn't be for me now. I think we're more free spirited than that we, need yeah. a, we both need a little bit of a looser a man, has di- a man has died today no I, I just be a bit more kind of I was yeah I was kind of slagged when I was working in news talk last year for never never have read the death notices oh I've read the death notices before they're fantastic <laughs> the amount of money to be made out of them oh yeah the radio stations charge a hundred quid per death Add all the deaths up every year that is a great little thing the little money maker the little money maker on, on grief yeah, it's like a very great podcast, isn't right. it? Um, people can find you, I suppose, on Twitter. Um, you're very prevalent across Twitter and Instagram, stuff like that, and or at C Point. I'll get in in one minute. I'll get in thirty <laughs> seconds. I'll get in ten seconds. And they could also listen to you on Strawberry and Cock from six six till ten every day. Yeah, lovely with Nolly and the boys. Crossy, it's been a pleasure having Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a nice little afternoon. Yeah, it has. Well, Eve, I, and I'm starving now because yeah. I'm now thinking of a carvery, <laughs> a pint of Guinness, and I'm like, why did I bring my car? I could have <laughs> <laughs> got the bus and it would have been quicker and I would have been able to just go and scale back and have a pint. It's been a sense. pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. My thanks to Crossy for joining me on this episode of One on One. If you like the podcast, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and like, review, and rate it. This podcast is brought to you by Collaborative Studios. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 